0: This is the John Clayton Show
1: on 710 ESPN Seattle.
0: Get in on the conversation at 866-979-ESPN. Now here's your host,
1: the professor,
0: John Clayton.
2: Taking your calls to 11 o'clock. Michael Bumpus joining us at 1030, 866-979-ESPN, 206-421-ESPN. Let's go to Jet. Jet, how are you?
3: Dr. John, I'm doing well, and I'm darn glad to hear that
2: you're feeling much better, yep.
3: too that's very good that's it's very positive Now i'm hoping because you're feeling better you're going to make some super bowl predictions no no okay well how about some russell wilson trade predictions
2: no well no i'll make the prediction he's not traded
3: (laughs) not traded yeah okay because i was going to say i mean um well
2: okay we're not going to go there yeah come on
3: we'll try try to find something else yeah thank you so what's going on this weekend anything that you know about anything interesting
2: uh, I just found out that uh, Rob Ryan uh you know uh, uh, Rex's brother has just yeah. uh got a deal done with the Raiders he's going to be a defensive a, a senior defensive assistant so it's like uh really yeah yeah Rob so Rob O'Ryan gets to go back to the Raiders
3: wow he's been out of football for jeez about five years now hasn't it
2: no he was with Baltimore last year oh he was oh yeah well
3: oh, I didn't know that
2: yeah it's oh, Rob, okay, Rob cool. Ryan. Yeah,
3: well, that's, that's that's interesting. That's that's going to be an interesting staff that uh, that they're yeah. putting together. Hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting to see how McDaniels does. When, you know, he's finally gotten and taken his chance. Right. 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 Um, i kind of. Uh, what, what do you think about him going to uh, Vegas? Seems like an interesting choice.
2: Yeah. Well, at least he gets a quarterback in Derek Carr. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, for the most part. I think he gets more control than most coaches, you know, because uh, you know his buddy, who he we went to uh, school with, at John Carroll is going to be his uh, general manager. So, yeah. you know, David Ziegler. So, I mean, you know, it, it seemed like you know a good situation for him. Now we'll see how he does. I'm not the biggest Joshie Boy McDaniel fan, but uh, you know, now you look at it and you see, okay, he's put a good, he's putting a good staff together. That's one thing that you could say is very positive.
3: Yeah. It seems like he's uh, bringing in a lot of veteran people to give him help and support.
2: Yeah. I mean, Patrick Graham on the, at the defensive coordinator is a good move. So that's good.
3: Yeah. I thought that was a real good move. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and that's a team that has talent. Yeah. Um, Despite themselves, they've, uh, they actually have a decent roster.
2: Yeah. Max Crosby is one of the better pass rushing. uh, Yeah. Players in the league. Uh, Hunter Renfrey has yeah. really developed as a wide receiver. Yeah, uh, that's good. And, uh, and you got
3: and you got a mature quarterback.
2: Yeah, exactly.
3: So you can always do something with that. Josh um,
2: Jones at running back.
3: Yeah, so it's uh, it, it, it's it's not a it's not a, a dearth of talent that he's walking into. So it will be interesting to see. And they I mean, the they,
2: they made the playoffs last uh, this year. And uh yeah. you know, but it, you know, it's and it's going to be interesting to see. You know, how tough it's going to be with all the quarterbacks in this conference for next year.
3: Well, that's part of the problem, Is I mean, that, uh, that uh, division is, is, yeah. is becoming loaded.
2: Yeah. Um, how long do you think so it's, it's going to take for Zach Wilson to get good?
3: Um, well, I think we'll have a pretty good indication what happens this year. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's going to be interesting to see what they do if they keep surrounding him with talent. I think that's the big question. I think he, I think he will be okay. I don't know if he'll ever be a superstar, but I think a lot of that is going to depend on how much talent they surround him with. Right. Um, I think a big thing with him is is, is maturity, mm-hmm. um, and I think uh, <clears throat> if he can learn to play within himself and within the system, uh, I think he'll have he'll have success. Um, if he keeps letting his ego run run wild and have to play hero ball. You know he's not going to amount to much of anything, but I do think he has the talent. My as, as Namath pointed out, and we talked about you know pre-draft. My biggest concern is his durability. Mm-hmm. Um, I know he's six-two, but uh, he's got he's no shoulders. He's frail. He's frail. He, he's, he's got no shoulders. So even if they do put him in a weight room, where's he going to put the weight?
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know
3: he just doesn't have the frame for it. So that's my biggest concern. I think he'll be okay. I don't know how good he can be. Um, I think he can make the throws, uh, but I think right now it's, the game for him is between the years. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think I think the, the physical capabilities are there, but this is going to be a big year. And again, it's going to be interesting to see. It's going to be a real interesting draft for uh, for Douglas mm-hmm. um, because he has uh, he has uh, well, a lot of holes to fill still, but um, he's got the capability. You know, with the two choice picks, four choice picks in the first two rounds, um, you know, he can fill a lot of holes. The big thing here, quite frankly, is he can't miss. No, no. Um, the pr- the pressure is on. He needs to come away with four starting players. Uh, and I don't know, you know what direction he's going to go. Quite frankly, go in several directions and not make a mistake. Mm-hmm. In, 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 in which position to pick? But what he can't afford to do is make a mistake on the players. Right. Um, Agreed. So, if he can convert on those four, that's going to go a long way in turning this this franchise around pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Um, but if he misses on one or two of them, boy, it's in tr- they're in trouble. But it was a really good year, quite frankly, that they went to uh, uh, the bowl game um, because they've, you know, they've got a lot of uh, late round picks too, and hopefully they can maybe find some sleepers that they coached up uh, this past couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think is a real good, opp- a real timely opportunity for them. So we'll see if they can capitalize.
2: Should be interesting.
3: Yeah. The you know, as far as the game this weekend, if you want to spare a moment on that one, um, I think it, you know, it doesn't take a genius to figure this one out. Is it going to be another, you know, Patrick Mahomes fiasco from last year where they couldn't protect him and he couldn't, you know, he couldn't convert because he had no time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, or is uh, Burrow going to be able to have some time and uh, and do some good things? And I think when you boil it all down. Nick, Mixon is the one that's got a that's the key player, I think. If they can get him going, they can kind of neutralize that pass rush, um, either with the running the ball or you know dinks and dunks or you know, screens or whatever. Mm-hmm. And if they can get Mixon involved in the offense, I think they can they can help Burrow out and uh, calm down the rush. If not, um, <laughs> they're in for a long afternoon.
2: Yeah, no, I would agree with that. There's no doubt. Yeah, but the, the yeah. protection is going to be the key to this game, without question.
3: Yeah. Yeah, because the, the Rams, you know, they talk about, you know, the Bengals have had an opportune, opportune defense, but uh, the Rams got a lot of firepower. And the thing that the Rams have been funny this year with is that, I don't want to say that they're soft, but they, nev- they, they don't seem to have that boot-to-the-throat mentality, and they just keep teams hanging around, even when they jump out to, you know, successful first halves or whatever. They never seem to pull away from anybody. And uh, that's that's not a strong sign. To keep people around, they're eventually going to catch you.
4: Mm-hmm. And
3: um, I, I don't know. It, was, it should be a fun game, though. It's certainly got a lot of uh, of uh, subplots that are interesting. No and, doubt. Uh, it'll, it'll be interesting to see if Joe Burrow turns into Dan Marino too, or if he can uh, keep it going. We'll see.
2: Mm-hmm. No, it's going to be it's going to be very interesting. And again, it's like. <clears throat> This has been, you know, the most unpredictable season we've ever seen. Uh certainly, I thought, it, I don't do. You, do you agree? Was this the best playoff season you've ever seen?
3: Well, geez, I don't know about the whole season, the whole playoff rounds, but yeah. man, that week, the, the first two weeks were just, was just, they were just awesome.
2: hmm mm-hmm.
3: Awesome. I well, mean, not the first
2: week. Thing- I mean, the wild card week was pretty well, benign.
3: No. Yeah, but the, the second week, it was yeah. just, there wasn't a stinker in the bunch. No. No. I mean, usually you get a blowout or a mismatch or something happens, but man, it was just one after another after another and they just keep getting better and better.
4: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It,
3: it was, in, it was incredible. And the thing I liked the best about it was all, all the games had different styles or different approaches. Yeah. In other words, you had the, the Buffalo, uh, Kansas City game, which was a run and gun game, you know, um, whereas the, uh, the Bengals and uh, Tennessee was just kind of a, you know, uh, a ground and pound slugfest. You know, low scoring, uh, defensive breaks, a lot of sacks. Um, so they all had their own their own style or tenor to them, and I thought that was really interesting. Um, mm-hmm. It's uh, I, I really you know it's, it's really fun watching the various styles because while the league is you know obviously evolved to an offensive heavy uh, product. Uh, mostly for marketing purposes it's still interesting to see some of the old school teams and how well they stack up in the new system oh no doubt and uh, and that, that's what I really that's what I really appreciated about that week every game was different
4: mm-hmm.
3: you know in the Green Bay San Francisco game again cold weather which you got to love this time of year and again another low scoring you know slobber knocker type of game and uh, it, it's great and I think it was the NFL at its best because of that diversity
2: mm-hmm no, I mean, so, it was it was fun. I mean, uh, yeah. and I think it'll be a fun game tomorrow.
3: Yeah, I think it can be. I definitely think it can be because, you know, the Super Bowls tend to let you down. But mm-hmm. um, I think this one just just has a lot of potential uh, to go so many different ways. But I think it's going to be entertaining regardless. Right. Because both these teams can run the ball. Both these teams can pass the ball. Both these teams ostensibly can play some defense. Mm-hmm. Um, it's They're, they're not – you know um one dimensional teams so i think it could it could be a lot of fun um and i think we could use one of those super bowls yeah uh, yeah yeah it, it's 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 been a little while and of course you know any super bowl without brady or the patriots is a good super bowl
2: by the way <laughs> you, you like brady huh you
3: know john uh <laughs> it wasn't so bad when he was in tampa yeah
4: but,
2: yeah um, yeah
3: you know i got to say i i didn't shed a tear when uh uh, when he finally decided to announce, um, it's, it's it's fine. It's, it's fine. It's time. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
4: We,
3: we can all now move on, and uh, he will not appear on a jet schedule anytime in the near future. And well, I mean,
2: you know, me. once every six. Well, of course, now not now because he's retired. Although you know, do you see, the interesting thing that they're talking about is that you know, because obviously, cap wise, they can't do anything with him for Tampa until after June. Because if they do, if they trade him or uh, put him on a retired list or whatever, it's 32 million dollars after the cap. But there's a lot of people now starting to speculate that uh, you know uh, he wants to get to San Francisco.
3: Well, uh, you know, mm-hmm. there are a lot of conspiracy theorists. Right yeah, there. I know. I was also kind of wondering is when he finally, when the paperwork finally goes through, yeah. if they'll sign one of those. Um, one-day contracts with the Patriots or retire as a Patriot.
2: I would think so. Yeah. Cause again, I think ultimately, uh, yeah, I think it, it, you know, Bob Kraft, as long as he owns the oh, team, yeah. we'll try to bring him back to get involved, but he's got, you know, right now Brady has so many businesses. I don't know if he wants to do it. And, you know, it's not out of the question that, you know, Brady can be like, uh, some of the other players that want to buy teams. You know, it's like, uh, or be involved. I mean, because you know, you got Peyton Manning and you got John Elway, yeah, yeah. and I know Russell Wilson. Ultimately, would like to be involved in ownership. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is already in ownership, but it's with the uh, the baseball team. But uh, yeah. but again, it's yeah. like, uh, yeah, I think he wants to get involved with that. Hey, Jet, thank you for the call.
3: All right, take care, John. Enjoy the game, and uh, we'll do the recap next week, and then we can start working on the draft.
2: Okay, sounds good. 979 espn 206421ESPN John Clayton Show 710 ESPN Seattle
4: This
1: is the John Clayton Show on 710 ESPN Seattle and 710sports.com 979
2: espn 206421ESPN Let's go to Steve in Skyway. Hey Steve.
5: Hey, good morning, John. Good morning. Hey, um I had a question for you. How yeah. How much do you think it's going to take for somebody to land Cordero Patterson?
2: uh right now, because you know I, I started doing some early research on numbers, and uh, it looks like he can probably get like nine point one million a year.
5: Oh, okay, so that would and, take him off the Seahawks' want list.
2: Oh, god, gotcha, no doubt. Yeah, because again, you're you're looking at him. You know, the running backs aren't going to make more than six, right? Yeah, uh, because, again, and they they, they always get kind of lowballed and all that different stuff. We've seen it now for the last two years. I'm sure we're going to see it again this year. But, again, he's not just a running back. He's a wide receiver. He's a flex player. I he's mean, he a, do... he
5: was, he's Debo before Debo.
2: Yeah, exactly. And, of course, he's a good returner. I mean, so you put all that together, uh, the numbers I see, uh, people think he's going to get like 9.1 million.
5: Wow. Hey, let's talk a second about Aaron Donald. Yeah. Um. You know, great, great player, right. great player. Right. You know, the, the beautiful thing about the NFL is that it's been in existence long enough that there's it's got legacy value. Mm-hmm. You can look at him and look at other players. Let me give you, let me give you some defensive linemen. You tell me what you think about him. Bob Lilly, great one. Reggie White,
2: one of the best ever.
5: Warren Sapp,
2: uh, very good.
5: And John Randall, uh, excellent. And the thing I look at, I look at. The thing about Donald that gets me about him is that all the players I just mentioned, besides their great physical talent, the motor, John, the motor. I mean, the guy just, you can't, these guys just don't seem to get tired.
2: From, From that group, I mean, Reggie White's the only one that could be in the Aaron Donald ballpark, in my opinion. Okay. I mean, how do you feel about that?
5: Well... The, the the thing about like I said I like each of them and I I would put Reggie White I would put Reggie White at the top yeah yeah and the thing about it is I didn't get to see a lot of Bob Lilly but the film I saw of him all those players we're talking about now the offense had to spend extra time mm-hmm. planning to deal with these guys right you know and it, it, they're just just amazing players hey on the on the Super Bowl what I wanted to ask you was um, I know you don't want to give a prediction. Right. But there's a stat that I saw the other day that makes me think that Cincinnati might have a puncher's chance. The Rams are one of the worst teams in the league tackling after contact, mm-hmm. and you're not going to bring down Joe Mixon, Chase, or Higgins with arm tackles.
4: Right. Agreed.
5: So if they if if, Burrell, if they can keep Burrow upright enough, they might they might have a chance. Now I know you don't want to make a prediction on the game, mm-hmm. but let me ask you this. This seems like one of those kind of funny Super Bowls where the people that are putting prop bets down on who the MVP is going to be might be disappointed. This might be one of those strange... I could see that kid, Hendrickson, being the MVP.
2: Yeah. Well, I agree. He's a good pass rusher. T- what, what? 14 and a half sacks.
5: Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's one of those things where people are looking at the stars, but it's going to be... It might be the uh, kind of unsung guy that ends up being the hero in this.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Yeah. I mean, uh, there's... Uh, that's That's the thing. It's like... This season, the playoffs, and everything has been so unpredictable. That's why I'm not making any predictions. And right. so because of that, I mean, anything can happen, and anything can happen with players. And, uh, you know, the prop bets, I mean, I, I, let's put it this way. I wouldn't want to be Vegas on a game like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
5: Now, do you think there's an edge for either team as far as from the coaching aspect?
2: Mm, yeah, I mean, uh, Sean McVay's been there at the Super Bowl where, you know, Zach Taylor is has not, I mean, he obviously, you know, he was coaching and different things like that, but again, not as a head coach. So there's an advantage to Sean McVay.
5: And are you, uh, what's your feeling on the uh, playing at home, sleeping in your own bed
2: philosophy? I think it's good because you don't have to travel. I mean, it just makes it easier on life. Now, again, it's, they'll be in a hotel uh, tonight because, again, it's like you, know, you, you don't want everybody to drive from home to get there. And particularly knowing that uh, now there's a chance that, you know, the truckers can go ahead and block some of the roads. So it's like, uh, yeah, so it's like everybody will be in a hotel tonight and then uh, get to the game tomorrow.
5: Yeah. And then um, the, the the heat factor, 80, 85 degrees, that's not really a fact. That should be fun for those guys, right?
2: Mm, maybe not for the Bengals. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, you know it'd be okay for the Rams but not good for the Bengals you know they're used to being in the cold and uh, you know I know from going down to la and doing the sidelines it's like you know when it's that I mean you dehydrate really quick
5: right hey now now Jalen Ramsey he's g- good ball player he seems to do really well against the, the kind of taller receivers yeah the smaller receivers mm-hmm. give him but how do you look at that chase um,
2: he's the best cornerback in the league. Would you
5: put him over there? Would you send him over there to cover Chase?
2: Yes, I would, unless they're crazy. Yeah. I mean, you know, they've got to. I mean, uh, you know, uh, Chase is just too good, and you you don't want to leave him out against other players. So it's like, uh, you know, put your best guy on their best guy.
5: So that really sets up up well for Mixon and and Higgins to do some things.
2: Yeah, no doubt.
5: Yeah. Because it would be an interesting game.
2: I agree yeah. 100%. I think it's going to be fun, and we'll see how close it's going to be. I, I, I predict – I mean, if I'm making a prediction, I'm saying it's going to be close. I'm not predicting who's going to win. But, again, I think it's going to be a close, good game. You think Cooper Cup
5: gets a touchdown?
2: Probably. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Okay, hey, good talking to you this week, John. You have
2: right. a great. Great. Thank, great. Thanks, oh, thanks Steve. 866-979-ESPN, 206-421-ESPN. Let's go to Risco in Washington. Hey, Risco. Hi, John. Good to be with you.
0: Uh, I haven't called you in a while.
2: I know. i missed you.
0: Yeah, I've been busy. Oh. With you... some sports. I've been doing soccer over the winter. Oh, okay. So, I have a question. Oh. If they re-sign Rashad Penny, should he be the running back that goes in week one?
2: Yeah, it depends if uh, Chris Warren comes back. Uh, from his injury or chris carson yeah because then uh if he comes back from his injury they just have open competition but i think you know if carson's there carson's probably going to be the starter i mean he's the one with the 2,000 yard seasons but uh you know right now you just don't know and
0: do you think joe burrow should be the comeback of the player of the year if he wins the super bowl
2: who joe burrow yeah yeah, I mean, I voted him as the Comeback Player of the Year, and he got the award on uh, Thursday night as the Comeback Player of the Year. So he's the Comeback Player of the Year. I mean, he beat out Dak Prescott.
0: Yeah, and one more thing. Yeah. Um. Do you think there's actually going to be an MLB season, or are they going to cancel
2: it? No, because... they'll, they'll, they'll have a season. I know today I think the owners uh, and the league are pre- making a presentation you know, they'll figure it out at some point. I just don't know how much spring training there's going to be. You know, they say that they'll be able to start the regular season on time. I'm still debating it.
0: Thank you for taking my call, John. Okay,
2: Risco, thank you. 866-979-ESPN, 206-421-ESPN. John Clayton Show, 710 ESPN Seattle.
4: This is the John
1: Clayton Show on 710 ESPN Seattle and 710sports.com.
2: Hey, it's the eve of the Super Bowl, and right now we're missing callers. you got to give us a call at 866-979-ESPN, 206 espn You know, it's like, this is the eve of the Super Bowl. I mean, <clears throat> you just had you know, major changes on the Seahawks coaching staff. Uh, you've got you know, a, a season right now that's been amazing. Uh, where's the calls? 866-979-ESPN, 206 espn We'll also take your text questions at, uh, you know, uh four two, four two one e uh two oh six four two one espn on the mac and jacks uh, text line uh so give us a, a call give us a text but call us i mean come on let's go to neil in atlanta hey neil hey hey john great fan of the show
6: um just wanted to get your opinion with the Hall of Fame announcement.
2: Yeah, go ahead.
6: How are you seeing Matt Ryan place? Um, you know, eventually after he retires, we, I think there's a great chance we don't chance. have a ring, but we're really close.
2: Yeah, I think there's a great chance. Yeah, because again, he came in in 08. I mean, you know, he established himself with playoffs in his first couple of years. Didn't win the playoff games, but uh, you know, it, it's just sad that the team around him has not been good enough. But I think he has a good chance. It won't be. I don't know if it's gonna, It won't be first ballot. But I think he has a chance to make it in. What awesome. do you think? Thanks, sir. Yeah.
3: I mean, I really want him to. I'm upset with, the obviously, the Super Bowl loss. But yeah, this yeah. season, after seeing how bad the roster was, honestly, he showed he's the best player on the team. And, you know, I think we get lost in Matt Ryan,
4: the player, versus mm-hmm. Matt Ryan, the cap figure.
2: Yeah, yeah. Again, and that and that's the thing that uh, you know I like about Matt because again, he's been the leader of that franchise for the longest time. I mean, it's not his fault that uh, they lost that game to New England. You know, again, it's like uh, you know it was twenty eight to three. I mean, he he doesn't play defense, and the defense just fell apart. And then Kyle Shanahan made some bad calls uh, in one of the in the fourth quarter that uh, you know cost him big time. But no, I think uh, he, he does have a chance to get into the Hall of Fame.
4: I appreciate the insight, John. Thank you.
2: Hey, Neil, thank you. 866-979-ESPN, 206-421-ESPN. Let's go to Barbara in Seattle. Hey, Barbara. Hey, John. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm
0: good. So I had a question. I know you were on the Hall of Fame committee in yeah. that. So how do they select the people that are the selectors? How did I know how you got on, but how do how who are the other people
2: or, you know? Yeah, well, what what ends up happening is that, uh, I mean, you start off and you have to have a representative from all 32 cities, right? And so, like, for example, I started off, uh, you know, in 88 as the uh, the Seattle representative. So it's like that's how I started out. And then what ends up happening is that uh, at some point, like myself, you know, I went to ESPN and all that stuff, and they advanced me to being an at-large uh, voter. And so then, uh, you know, Mike Sando took over as the Seahawk, uh, you know, uh, the Seattle voter. And so that's that's how that goes. And then of course, you know, we have some other guys that uh, some players like Dan Fouts and James Lofton and all that that also. You know, get into the room and they vote too. So it's like we're up to forty-nine people voting, and it's it's you know it's it's fun. I mean, because again, I mean, you're doing such a service to the National Football League and the players of the National Football League.
0: And so then the, um, I mean, do you just analyze every retired player after yeah. you know? Well,
2: you what know? Ha- what happens is, you know, we'll get a list of who's eligible, right? Because what ends up happening every year, you're going to have about 10 to 12 players that have been waiting around too long, and they'll go into the senior list. Okay, so uh, at some point, you know, in the summer, you know, we'll get a list of who are all the eligible players, and then what happens is that uh, then we start, uh, you know, shortening it down, you know, taking it down to 25 players, then we take it to 15 players, and then we go into the room and start to vote.
0: Oh, okay.
2: Yeah. So, again, it's like it's it's a long process. But again, it's like, you know, you have all these eligible players and you look at them and you study them and then you see, okay, who is my top 25? And then you vote for them.
0: And and every um, every player has someone get up and talk. uh, Yes. You know. And so you do that, too. You have players that.
2: Yeah, I don't. I mean, I'll I'll get up and speak. But again, it's going to be after the person from that city who comes up and speaks.
0: Oh, I see. Yeah, oh, like, for okay.
2: example, I was, I was really pushing for Tony Baselli to get in there because, you know, we had that big, long line of offensive linemen who were getting in, you know, Steve uh-huh. Hutchinson, Kevin Mawai, Alan Fanica. I mean, it was a long list. And so here's Tony Baselli, who was deserving, and he was the last of the group. And so I, you know, kept on saying, we've got to get Baselli in.
4: Oh, and, uh, yeah.
2: yeah. And, again, because, it, you know, uh, say what you want. I know his career was shorter than all the other Hall of Fame offensive line candidates. But also, when he played, I mean, he was as good as any left tackle in the National Football League. I mean, how good is he? Walter Jones is in the Hall of Fame, and uh, Walter Jones liked him so much, he took Tony vaselli's number. Oh, I mean wow. that, does that show you the respect that Tony Baselli had? I mean here's a oh, Hall yeah. of Famer in Walter Jones and you know, he took the number of Tony Baselli because Tony Baselli was so good.
0: Wow. That's great. That that is a that is a good service you guys do. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I listen to you all. I love your show, and you. I um, play fantasy football. I've only done it yeah. three years, but I won the first year. I did horrible the second year, but I won this, this last year. Yeah. So um, I had Dylan Hurts as my quarterback, which I don't think he e- care Yeah, e- I know, I know. I know. E- it was amazing. I, I know. I, I got him, and then I was like, oh, John doesn't like him. So I won't do that again, but um, I, I follow a lot of what you say from my fantasy team. So oh, thank good. you very much. I really appreciate you.
2: Hey, Barbara, thank you so much. Yeah. Barbara. Okay. 866 espn two zero six four two one espn Let's go to Kyle in Seattle. Hey, Kyle.
6: Hey, John. A beautiful morning in
1: Seattle today, huh? It really is. Yes. Hey, I got a question
4: for you. I just watching a lot of the moves that the Rams made this year. It felt like they really
1: went for it, and they got to the Super Bowl. We'll see if they win tomorrow or
5: not.
4: But,
5: uh, you know, being a Seahawks fan, I'm just kind of wondering if all these moves might catch up with them next year. Uh, Do you think they'll have some tough decisions
6: roster-wise to try to keep the band back together?
2: For the Rams? (laughs) Yes. Yeah, I think they will. You know, because, again uh you know it's not like they have a lot of cap room and for example you know do is there a way that they can keep Vaughn miller is there a way that they can keep odell beckham jr because they're they're going to be pricey players and then of course they've got you know three starters on the offensive line or three uh, key guys on the offensive line that are going to be up and then you, you figure that uh Andrew Whitworth is going to retire. I would anticipate it, particularly if they win the Super Bowl, Whitworth's going to retire. But I would imagine he's 40 years old and he's going to retire. So, yeah, I think it's it's going to be complicated. But, you know, they still have about a two-year window, I think, after this year. And then after that, because, again, without any first-round picks and with the limited number of draft choices in the early rounds, that'll catch up to them. You know, because now, you know, they've been... uh, How about the idea... That the last time that they had a first-round pick was Jared Goff in 2016. Wow! How about that, <laughs> Jared crazy. Goff in 2016? It's like you got to be kidding me. I mean, that it's should like.
6: Should be a competitive division again next year, I think.
2: Was that? It should be a, a
1: competitive oh, NFC West again next
2: year. Yeah, I mean, you can start to make the argument that uh, you know you might have all four teams make it because. You know, I, and the one what I can't figure out right now is, you know, what's going on with Kyler Murray? You know, he takes all his stuff off uh, Cardinal social media. He eliminates that. I know he's trying to get a contract, but is he upset with the Cardinals or not? And nobody knows the answer. Yeah.
6: Well, good talking to you, John. Hope uh, well, we get a good,
2: uh, good day and a, a good day tomorrow when we're watching... The Super Bowl. Okay, sounds good. 866 979 ESPN, 206 421 ESPN. John Clayton Show, 710 ESPN Seattle.
1: This is the John Clayton Show on 710 ESPN Seattle and 710sports.com. 866 979 ESPN, 206
2: 421 ESPN. Let's go to David in Everett. Hey, David.
1: Hey, good morning, Professor. Good how morning, David. You? Good, how are you? Good. Yes. I'm doing well. Hey, um, quick question for you. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's quick or not, but one of the questions that I had is, it just really seems like the, the Seahawks are Super Bowl caliber or playoff slash Super Bowl caliber. I'd say two positions, really. I would say quarterback and wide receiver. We've got a great yeah, wide receiver yeah, yeah. In tandem in Lockett and Metcalf, but gosh, I mean, we have needs at running back, offensive line, Defensive line, you know, secondary linebacker. Mm-hmm. If we get rid of, uh, if we cut Bobby Wagner, no, I think they're
2: okay at linebacker because <laughs> I, I think if they, I mean, I think it's wise to keep Bobby Wagner, but I mean, you know, uh, mm-hmm. Cody Barton's good, and I mean, there, there's no doubt that uh, Jonathan Brooks, Brooks is really good. Brooks is great. I mean, he was what, third in the league in tackles?
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was just saying that from a standpoint of their uh, Brooks is still young, so I wasn't sure yeah. if he was seasoned. But I did forget he was third in the NFL and tackle. so you can't go wrong with him. No, no, no. Um, I had, I guess, what would you say? I mean, we have so many priorities, and they're all important. I mean, we have to get uh, Rashad Penny resigned, hopefully for a you know a smaller contract mm-hmm. because of his injury history. Um, what would you say is is the most critical need? Because we have so many
2: uh, cornerback. Quarter, cornerback and offensive exactly. line, yeah, because you got three starters out yeah. that are free agents on the offensive line, and now of course, uh, you know, with the change in offensive line coaches, they're going to be looking at different type of offensive linemen, you know, that uh, you know can match up and uh, you know be a little bit more athletic than you know what Mike Solari wants, and so uh, yeah, it's going to be a little bit of a different uh, thing, but uh, you know, I, I think that. Know, it, it can still be done. I mean, say what you want. It's like uh, they've got 38 million dollars of cap room, right? And they got to take care of their own players. They got to do something with uh, right. Andre Digs, and they got to do something with DJ Reed. And you know, there's there's so many things mm-hmm. to do. They've got six draft choices, but uh you know, I mean, again, they've never had 38 million dollars of cap room this uh, this late. True.
1: I'm um, speaking of, of the cap. Last point, and then uh, yeah. I'll let you go. Um. I had been looking online for edge rushers because, I mean, gosh, we just were not able to pressure the quarterback at all last year until the end of the season. It seemed like
2: well until they put uh, Carlos Dunlap and played and... him more. I mean,
1: <laughs> thank you. I th- I was the only one thinking that. It's unbelievable. He had three sacks one game and then two sacks yeah. the following week near the end of the season. He mm-hmm. went off.
4: On. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, one guy that I was looking at from articles just that I've read online. Um, what do you think the odds are of us getting someone like a Daniel Hunter or a Z'Darrius Smith if the Packers cut him?
2: Uh, well, I mean, uh, Zadarius Smith's a linebacker in a 3-4 defense. Gotcha. So that doesn't fit. Oh, okay.
1: three, 4 guy. Okay.
2: Okay, and Daniel Hunter, okay. I mean, they, they, they can't cut him because you know, even though he's been hurt two out of three years, I mean, he's their best pass rusher. And, again, it's not like uh, you want to get rid of talent. I mean, they don't have any real cap issues, so it's like there's no reason for Daniil Hunter to be cut, you know, because, again, he's, he's so uh-huh. good at that.
1: Oh, and he is signed through 2023. I thought he was available this year. Okay.
2: Yeah. Well, thank yeah. you,
1: Professor. I appreciate it. Thanks so much.
2: Thank you. 866-979-ESPN, two zero six four two one espn Let's go to David in Seattle. Hey, David. Hi, morning, Professor. Good morning.
1: Uh, yeah, I've uh, you know I've been a lifelong Seahawks fan, but mm-hmm. uh, my dad's seventy-two, so he remembers you know before the Super Bowl era, let alone the Seahawks. Yeah, and so he raised me from like a strategy point of view and and uh, identifying just what's cool and interesting and and, and remarkable about different players. Mm-hmm. And uh, everybody's talking about the the Jamar Chase and Jalen Ramsey matchup, which is of course you know fascinating and exciting. Right, but uh, not a lot of Cooper Cup talk. Well, I mean, there is some, but. Who's he gonna be matched up with? Is it gonna be Eli Apple or, or or Trey Flowers? And also, isn't it amazing that Trey Flowers, everyone wants to get rid of him on the Seahawks, yeah. including me, and we finally do, and then he's in a Super Bowl. <laughs> I,
2: th- I think it's gonna be Mike Hilton. Yeah, oh really? Oh okay. Yeah. But again, it's like uh, you know, I think he's had he's been burned like sixty five percent of the time, and so it's like uh, you know, he's gonna need help. That's why you know if you're going against Cooper Cup. I mean, you can't go cover one man. Yeah. you got to go cover three and double cover a cup.
1: Absolutely. And he gets involved in blocking like nobody's yeah. business and really is just a he's all-around player.
2: Oh, yeah, it's no cool doubt. they cool have
1: the Washington connection, you know.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Eastern Washington. I mean, he's, he's such a great one. He's such a smart player, too.
1: Yeah. Definitely, and great spatial awareness.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And of course, he's you know, huge. I wonder if Miner's Drive-In had anything to do with that. You ever been out there?
2: Mm, no, I haven't. No. The
1: delicious place. Oh, wait a
2: anyway. second! I, I have. Yeah, because really, again, yeah. you know, back when I would have they they have a training camp there. Yeah, I've been. Uh-huh. There. Yeah, I've been yeah. there a bunch
1: of times. Some good, some good protein that it built him up maybe
2: <laughs> oh no doubt about it yeah it was good it was good yeah so it's yeah, like, thank you very much yeah i've been i've been there a bunch of times so uh yeah because again it's just you know just thinking about eastern washington it's like well wait a second i covered training camp and uh because it's right there on the main drag
1: oh yeah that's the place to go
2: oh no doubt so it's like yeah i've been there a bunch
1: yeah i gotta get back to work though but thanks a lot
2: okay hey thank you 866 espn 206-421-ESPN. Let's go to Kyle in Washington. Hey, Kyle. Hey, John. How are you doing this morning? Good. How are you?
6: Oh, I'm not too bad. At least I haven't heard Irish Menke on
2: today, so that's... No, nice. he, he was on. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Anyway, I was He was on, he was on okay. about
6: eight 840. Oh. Uh, I, I, well... Thankfully, I missed it. So, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was wondering uh, the Eagles draft. So they got three first rounders. Yeah. I I I, are, uh, I know they need a uh, defensive end and probably or or and. They need help on defense.
2: Yeah, I don't. I mean, defensive end. I don't think so. I mean, you know, they they still have Brandon Fletcher Graham. Fletcher
6: Cox is getting, Fletcher Cox is starting to get up there. I, I, that's the, that's or that's the other thing I was thinking about too.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, one thing I mean, Howie Roseman usually uh, you know does. I mean, he'll go wide receiver. I mean, he could go. I mean, he goes running back. I mean actually he doesn't do much running back in the first round, but in the first round, I mean he'll go offensive lineman and they definitely need help on the offensive line. You know, Brandon yeah. Brooks retired and so I'm sure offensive line's gonna be there. I don't know about defensive end. I think that you know they may be okay there. Uh linebacker maybe? Uh, but that's not what Howie likes to take in the first round. I
6: know, I know, and I I, I don't know what I like I don't know what his vision is on this team anyway. Uh huh. Uh, but uh, uh, or Deshaun Watson. I mean, is there going to be any play for him?
2: I, uh, there should be, but uh, it's hard to say. Uh, well, I mean, you figure Carolina might do something. Um,
6: but but you don't you don't think the Eagles will make a play for him?
2: No, you never. I mean, you know you know Howie. I mean, he'll probably yeah. try to do it just to see what the value is going to be and how he can how he can get him and all that stuff. I mean, so it I like it wouldn't rule Go it ahead. out.
6: I like Jalen Hurts, but I just don't. His arm is just so like it. it, it it's not fluent. Like no, no. his throwing motion isn't fluent, and and he's overthrowing or under throwing. A lot of his, a lot of the, a lot of the guys. Mm-hmm. And and then you watch when they put Gardner Minshew in, and he's. If you, I mean, I, I, and even when even the preseason, watching Flacco play, and I was right. like, holy cow, like. The receivers are getting open. It's just he can't, he doesn't have, the, he doesn't have timing with him, I don't know. No,
2: think. no, agreed. Uh, it's like, a, I mean, he's a good runner, but he's not right. a great quarterback yet. I mean, he's not yeah. a great passer. And then I was also, I was, and then,
6: isn't it crazy that, well, I, I, I shouldn't say crazy, but the two teams that are in the Super Bowl, L.A. and Cincinnati, they're, uh, and their divisions are so hard.
2: Yeah, agreed. And and,
6: and, and like it, it, it's it's nice to see that that the, like what is it uh, what's the saying that the bone chisels harder or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if, do you think Cincinnati's this is a one and done? I don't know if they. No, can they're going to be
2: around for a long time. You think so? I think so. Yeah, as long as what they you other? know re sign the key players, uh, just as long as they don't try to get too cheap.
6: That's that's what I that's that's the that's what I was thinking. Like, because their ownership, I mean, they're, yeah. they're, it is horrible.
2: They are. How, how long do you,
6: do you think they'll be able to hold on to Burrow for uh, for a second second contract?
2: I mean. Uh, he's so good, you just you know you just keep giving him contracts. So it's like, uh, I mean, you can't let him out of there. He's that good. Yeah. So it's like, no. All hey, right. th- thank you for the phone call. Thanks, John. Eight six six nine seven nine ESPN. Two zero six four two one ESPN. John Clayton Show. Seven ten ESPN Seattle.